You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is presented by the Varnum Military Museum, located just over the border in East Greenwich. Patrick and his staff have a fantastic museum. I must see a lot of information about Rhode Island residents, especially Warwick residents. Please, when you stop by, go on their Facebook page. Thank them for supporting our podcast. Our guest today is Aaron Kutu. He is the new director of the Warwick Public Library and all of the small satellite branches. We wanted to welcome him to the Warwick Public Library, our podcast, and find out why he's come, what he's doing, and where the library is going. Thanks for coming on the podcast and supporting us. Uh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And, and thanks for uh, continuing this. We really have a lot of fun. It's great with the local community to, to talk about everything that's happening in Warwick. And um, I'm really thrilled to continue this process. Give us a little background of yourself. Uh, sure. I uh, grew up in the nearby town of Coventry. Um, I lived there all the way until I was 18, went off to URI for college. Um, at that point, I thought I wanted to be a foreign correspondent and realized after I saw how hard they worked um, that uh, I needed another path. Ah. So one of my professors was fortunate enough to be an instructor at the library school and sort of drew me in and quickly fell in love and uh, found librarianship to be where I needed to be. So travel a little bit through books and maybe on vacation, but less being in a war zone and, and packing a bag everywhere you go? Most certainly, uh, although you can travel all over the universe if you really want to with a book. Sure, ah, absolutely. And what really drew you to the Warwick opportunity? Um, Warwick, I think, has a great staff. Um, everyone here is friendly. They have a desire to get out into the community, to be a part of the community, not stay trapped within their buildings. And that's something that I see as being a big role for libraries. Um, we're often viewed as being just storehouses of books and other materials. Um, but we're really about people, um, connecting them to the information they need, connecting them to services they need, either that we provide or that they need to know about so they can find um, the comfort, the entertainment, and the knowledge that they really need um, to get through their lives and to do the things that they want to do. When we come into the library, you still see people coming in the post-COVID with a smile on their face. And I know when my wife walks in, she loves to see books everywhere. And, you know, you're right. You can travel anywhere through a book. And uh, the library is so much more. It's not just books. What other options and services and medium do they have here? Um, well, one of the great things that we learned a lot about during COVID is that access to online materials is something that a lot of people are comfortable with and willing to run with. So there's streaming services um, like Canopy, which provides access to films and television shows. Um, there's great databases, everything from the obituaries from the Providence Journal um, to Ancestry.com, where you can um, research your family tree. Um, and then if you're still looking for something a little bit more traditional that you can just pop into a device, we have uh, DVDs that you can uh, bring home, Blu-rays, um, audio books of different formats, whether it's on disc or we have these um, 
new devices that people can use that don't require you to provide your own player. You can pretty much just slap on um, some headphones and um, let it play so you can listen along while you jog, while you drive, whatever makes you happy. Oh, that's nice. And you recently added a mobile library? Yes, our pop-up library is something I'm very excited about. Um, We uh, sort of did a test run over the summer where we had uh, planned locations we would visit every week, uh, as well as uh, participating in National Night Out and the movie nights in the park. Um, And basically, the pop-up library allows us to build a mini library to bring to any location, whether it's a school um, or a community event. And really put the things into it that fit the audience that's going to be there. So we pretty much bring the library to you. Um, That's a little bit different than what you normally would think of with a mobile library, Um, but you can do the whole experience from getting a new library card um, to checking out anything you'd like. Um, And also you do a lot of presentations and community meetings in the meeting rooms out front. Uh, we expect that to continue and expand? I, we definitely think it's going to expand. Uh, things certainly closed down during COVID where people were Zooming for just about everything. Um, but people are ready. They they want to come to activities, whether it's programs the library have offered or are offering, or they want to um, attend meetings for everything and every topic you could ever think of. So a lot of community groups are definitely reaching out, um, and we're seeing the demand for the rooms become what they were before. Libraries are about community, and people want to bring that community here so that they can participate. I really love that. Also, besides the people, what's different about Warwick that's really wowed you compared to other branches you've been managing? I see a long-term outlook of where we can go if we really strive towards um, those goals. Um, So we know what we're doing, what we're doing well, and what is the next step to build on on that. I think the pop-up library is a perfect example. Um, There were certain goals that were behind that, and now that we've achieved them with the tests, Um, we've identified that we want to sort of make it something that can also be on demand. Um, We have a form on our website where people can go in if they're having a community event or um, they just want to have the the pop-up library come to do an event of its own at their location. They can do that. And that's part of what I see about um, what libraries need to do. Um, As part of being part of the community, it's looking to where the community is struggling Um, And I think libraries are always a place where people go when they need help. And I think one of the things the staff here is very interested in is looking for ways to bring that access to the patrons, whether it's working with community groups um, to bring more services or even we've just started collecting um, uh, art supplies and pens that can be recycled that are basically just the packaging is what's left. So... As we return that, the um, the company that collects them will start uh, giving donations to the Rhode Island Community Food Bank. Um, so it's it's sort of we're hoping to bring a bridge to that next level of providing access to what people need. It really falls in line with a lot of the city leadership that we've talked to to be a lot more proactive in everything that they're doing than reactive. So I really applaud for what you're trying to do. And I know you're relatively new to the role, but if we're talking six or eight months from now, what are some of the accomplishments that you'd like to have uh, put out there? 
Um, one of the big things I, I'm really hoping to do is to reach out to those community groups and create some sort of regular system for people to access some social services through the library, um, whether it's uh, allowing those agencies to have office hours and spaces where they can meet with people who are local who would have a harder time reaching their offices, um, or to provide programming and informational sessions for people to know what is available and make those connections while they're here and bring it to the next level. We also are going to keep open the satellite branches? Oh, certainly. Um, I, I'm one of those people who sees branches as integral to the neighborhoods and communities that they're part of. Um, I am hoping that we can actually start working with them to upgrade them so that um, they're on par with what the Central Library has um, to meet the demands that are there. We're already working on increasing their hours. Um, we're looking at um, what we might be able to do with scheduling as we've seen staffing return to pre-COVID levels. Um, how can we expand how we've got people scheduled so that we can get the branches closer and closer to the hours and schedule they had before COVID? We had them in for a podcast session and uh, there's a lot of pride and passion in those, those folks that work in the satellite branches. Uh, I was blown away by just you know, how they really take ownership to what they're doing and, and their drive and motivation is, is beyond anything I've seen from, from library services. Warwick too, but the branches really do own their community. Yeah, they're part of the neighborhoods. They're, they're there. They want to be absorb what their neighborhoods need and give back, and they do such a stellar job. You see it when you visit the branches and how the patrons are excited to be there. It's it's a weekly visit or more uh, for them to mingle with people that they enjoy. Um, it, it, it's almost like old neighborhood block parties, just right. in a central location that they can run with all the time. Great. One of the things that we often ask our guests, are you looking for employees? Are you looking for volunteers or... Right now, we do have a current part-time position open in the department that um, deals with um, checking things in and checking things out. It's a 19-hour position. Um, we're always open to the idea of volunteers. A lot comes with what folks are looking for um, with the time that they have um, and what their skills are. Um, a perfect example is for the podcast itself, we're looking for volunteers um, to help do a lot of the technical elements so that we can bring the podcast to its next level, uh, maybe have more episodes a week, um, and maybe get more perspectives about the community and bring those into the podcast as well. Would love that. Absolutely. Uh, getting the message out of uh, everything that the city has to offer, whether it's official services, businesses, nonprofits, organizations, even some of the groups if people listening to this that do uh, meeting rooms or if you know you're going to be doing something say in the spring a series of lectures come on the podcast promote it um, those are some of the the best ways to reach the people who you know could be in attendance i really want to thank aaron for stopping by and talking about the world public library and his new role and his experience so far and where we're going to go i think it's uh definitely looking up and thank you very much for supporting Warwick Life. Thank you for having me on board.
That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.